When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. Baby bottle pop. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Baby bottle pop. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Anthony. Anthony. Let's go to Anthony. Anthony. Oh, oh, no. Anthony. I don't know why you're all yelling at me. Anthony. Hey. Hi, Larry. Baby bottle pop. And good evening, everyone. And welcome to ENN. Ray Row. Just on Ray Row. On TV. No, Michael, there's no TV. You know that. No, Michael K. And there's also no you. So I'd like to welcome you in on this Wednesday evening. I'd like to start off by saying good evening to Larry. Would you have the fin flu? The what? Would you have the fin flu? Interesting. Larry, what were you saying there? You got me. <laughs> <laughs> that happened today? No, no. I, I saw it in the I saw it in our lovely system. Oh. I saw it in our system. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Ty, what would you say to the guy that called in asking we should have more callers? Too much say. coquito. <laughs> you know, that happened yesterday. Oh, man. Now, guys, we have a fantastic show. And uh, after the show, we will have uh, coverage of the Liberty Bowl and the Texas Bowl. Simultaneously? Uh, uh, not at the same time. No, oh, okay. Larry. No, no, no. Uh, the Liberty Bowl is going on right now. You can see it on Ooh. ESPN. AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Kansas, a 7-3 lead over Arkansas right now. Um, but uh, Don would describe it better than me. Don and Peter with you until 7, and then we are going to have the great Brewers-Pirates game coming up at 7 (laughs) o'clock. Poor Don. Poor Don thinking that it was going to be you, Larry, or at the time, I guess that was probably Alan. Maybe even Dan Grasso. I do think Larry was coming on after, (laughs) and he said the great Brewers. Has a Brewers Pirates game ever been decided? You know, described as great. I, I just, I, I think it was great by Don. I think the Brewers and Pirates had a tremendous game that day, and uh, we could follow you following us the Great Liberty Bowl and the Great Texas Bowl. So we've got that, we've got that going for us, guys, which is nice, right? Yep. Scouting can I just hear that one more time? Local teams. Can I just hear that one more time? Sure, you can. Don and Peter with you until seven, and then we are going to have the great. Brewers Pirates game coming up at seven. You hear the moment where it happened. You hear the moment where there's a little uncertainty about what's actually coming up next, and then he sees, oh no, it's not Larry Hardesty, it's Brewers Pirates. But I got to keep this sentence going. Hey, but he said it with conviction, though, Uh, and and that's all. And that's honestly all we can ask for. That's right. Speaking of Don, ice picks, ice picks, ice picks, ice picks. It is time for today's ice picks. You have an ice pick? Oh, sure I do. And by that I mean pick against me and Don. Ten. Game losing streak. He had the Bruins over the Senators last night. How'd that work out, AP? Bruins minus one and a half. They go down early. They're down to one tied up late. But that really doesn't matter, does it? No, by the way, Senators win in a shootout. So as oh. I said yesterday, Bruins minus goal and a half. You should take Sen's money line because I'm picking the Bruins. So if you listen to not by not listening to me, you made money last night. How can I win you money tonight? Well, 
I'm going to go to the well of the Vegas Golden Knights. I think the Ducks are terrible. Vegas minus a goal and a half is plus 158. They're in Anaheim. Uh, so, by that logic, uh, at plus 140, you can get the Ducks tonight to win. So, I'm picking the Vegas Golden Knights. You do with that information what you will. Minus a goal and a half, plus 158. We always try to go for value here in ice picks. And look where that's got us. But my, the, 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 money line, the money line's all, only minus 160. Yeah, I understand. So you could throw a ton of money on the money line and and you know win it there. We just that, love that Don. I, I'm I'm being I'm being honest to my friend Don. He loves the plus the uh, the value in plus money. By the way, how about this? Rangers get five power plays last night. Mika Zibanejad over half of a power play point. Rangers don't score on any of their power plays. <laughs> oh, so that was also that was also fantastic. And if had I known. That it was going to be the Liberty jerseys, I wouldn't have even touched the game last night. So. Yeah, those that that's been an issue. I don't Can like you them. Stop wearing those jerseys, please. I I'd, I'd love to. That's then kind of loud fa- and irritating. That's right. Thank you, Harvey. <laughs> Thank you, Mister Devils fan over there. That's today's ice picks driven by Nissan. Gift yourself what you've always wanted this holiday season. Not me giving you picks, but the Nissan Thrill of the Drive event. Shop your local Nissan store or NissanUSA.com. Hopefully, we can get uh, off the schneid here. Um and and get a win tonight on ten straight two. L's ten straight L's I have oh, two of the them Knicks. I have two of them I'm like the Knicks yeah I'm like the Knicks and uh, thanks for bringing that up Ty here we go and of course Luca could just try to hit it hard off the rim and try to come in the middle of the lane and grab the rebound himself on the way hit it hard rebound batted around it's taken by Luca he hits he hits with a second to go as he hit the deck tie one fifteen it worked it totally worked. It totally worked. Chuck Cooperstein on 97.1, the Eagle. Luka Doncic, 60, 21, and 10. Mm. That the stat line, triple-double, first of the of its kind in NBA history. Wait, so Will Chamberlain hadn't registered that number before? I guess it has line? to be the rebounds then, right? It's probably the assists. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> well the ten. I mean, you can't you can't get much better than you can't get much lower than ten on a triple double. But um, yeah. over sixty point the sixty points the twenty uh, the twenty one rebounds and the ten assists for Luka Doncic. Of course, the uh, Mavs win in overtime, which you could have also heard here on ninety eight seven, uh, done by the great Ed Cohen and John Wallace. Um, Luka after the game on TV was asked about his performance. 60-point, 20-rebound, triple-double. 60 points, 20 boards. Never, It never happened, baby. How's it feel right now? I'm tired as hell. <laughs> you can rest later. You're young. I need a recovery beer. Oh, we can handle that. Uh... How are you going to handle that, sir? Whoever was asking the question, do you have a beer handy for Luka Doncic? <laughs> the man worked hard, okay? Well, he's, he's got a day off tonight. They don't play again until Thursday night, I believe, against the Rockets, so... He could have that beer. Why not, right? I mean, oh. look, I, he, uh, I watched most of that game, and, and great job, by the way, by our own Alan Hahn. Who's oh, man, back, he was tremendous. Who's back on with it. Bart Scott, 12-3. to 3. January 3rd, 98-7, the local, nice. the all-local stops lineup. Nice. Local stops lineup for 98-7 starting January 3rd. I think Alan Hunt's also going to be back on TV for Nick Spurs tomorrow. I saw him tweet out that he's heading to San Antonio. I don't know if that means he's the color analyst again, Ooh. but it looks like it, this could be a double dipper for our, for our old buddy. He was great last night. Take some fire for the game, baby. Alan Hunt. Okay, okay Bart. <laughs> we love we love we love when Bark can chime in with that. Um, hey, who wants to hear from Tom Thibodeau about the loss to the Mavs last Ooh. night? Anybody? 
Not me. Nice All right, well, it's happening. I'm good. It's tough. So it's a shame not to come out of here with a win. 29 seconds to go. Dare shots, offensive rebounds, fouls. So, disappointing. Coach. 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 How did you wind up losing that game? Well, we gave up and ones. We gave up uncontested shots. We missed some free throws. So, well, it was a compilation of things. But you give a guy, a team a second crack at things, and then you foul, give and ones up. Doesn't make sense. Look, we've talked about it a lot today, guys. Luke is a very, very special player. Uh, you can't allow it to get to the point that it did at the end where hitting the foul shot, then missing and getting the three-point play off of the foul shot with, what was it, four seconds left in the game? Mm-hmm. You can't allow that to happen, and the Knicks did. And it, it took a multitude of errors to get to that point. Missed free throws, bad shot selection, turnovers, two bad Emmanuel quickly turnovers that come to mind for me. Um, one where he passes up a shot to try and get it down low to Hartenstein when he had an open shot from the key. Oh yeah, that was bad. And then, the, and then in the ensuing possession, he turns the ball over. Um, and I think Dallas scored on both of those possessions. Um, by, by the way, so the the Knicks with 44 seconds left in the game had a 99.4% chance of winning. Did you happen to look on your app, tie to bet them live? or? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the number would have been for the Mavs on the money line at that point with 44 seconds left. I bet they nine. locked it. They probably yeah, locked it. Yeah, it probably, probably was a locked game. Yeah, they probably locked right. it. I hit my Luca 40-plus points, though. I didn't think he'd hit the 60, but I hit the 40. You hit that pretty quickly. Very buddy. quickly. And pretty pretty comfortable. I think probably beginning of the fourth quarter that hit. So that was, you know, that was it was nice to win some money on the on the FanDuel app. Promo code Peter for the people that listen to this show. Uh, promo code Gordon for the people yes. that listen to Larry's show. Absolutely. And Ty, what's your promo code? How come you're not doing Why aren't you doing reads yet? I don't know. What's uh, that that's about? a good question for our sales team. We'll get we'll get that. We'll get that sorted out. Tom, coach. Mm. How was Luke on his big night? The monster player, you know, I'm concerned about. There's some plays that uh, he's making good plays and he's aggressive, but, you know, we can't keep following a guy giving 22 free throws up. We talk about verticality and restricted all the time, and we, we keep whacking down. So until we fix that, that's going to cost us. Put taller people on him to change his view, coach. Coach. Or, or double team him. Or double team him, try to take the ball out of his hands, do something which would have taken time off the clock. Hello? If you're a Knicks fan, you don't miss Reggie Bullock. All he kept doing last night was missing wide open after wide open three. It's true. (laughs) So was Emmanuel Quigley. (laughs) That's true. true. Him him and McBride combined for like two of 20 or something like that from three. And he did hit, and look, Quigley did hit a big three late in that game, but it was the only three he hit, so... Man, he gave I mean, me 15 assists. No, I mean, look, he played uh, He played a great game other than from three. <laughs> I mean, really, look, I mean, I know they were shorthanded, and we talked about it. It's just so frustrating that it would have been better if they had lost that game by 20, like you said, Ty, because yeah. you had a chance to win that game. That would have been such a marquee win for this team. A coming out party for Quentin Grimes. Yep. but Down to, down to starters. By the way, Steve Popper uh, tweeted from Newsday. Knicks announced injury update for tomorrow's game. Jalen Brunson, questionable, saw right hip, out. R.J. Barrett, lacerated right index finger, and of course, Obi Toppin still recovering from uh, his leg injury. Allen made the joke on the uh, on the game last night. What is it, Edward Scissorhands? What happened to R.J. Barrett's finger? I understand that basketball <laughs> dribbling is important. Uh, you know, you need your fingers to shoot and this, that. How bad is this finger? It's, it's I'm lacerated. not minimizing the injury. I'm so just stunned. curious as to what happened here. Yeah. Got sliced. 
<laughs> what it got happened? sliced. Did he Dude, lose the finger? Somebody, somebody reverted back to uh, you know a, a a WWF situation, and they had you know either nickels or a razor blade or something, and they got him. It's the only logical explanation. Something Did he lose the finger. He might have. We don't know. No, it's, no, it's just no he didn't lose the finger. Let's not. Are we, are we looking for R.J. Barrett's finger? No, the finger's still there, but apparently it's lacerated, so maybe he can't bend it. I don't know. I don't know why he couldn't play. I mean, you know, if, listen, here's what I know. If he was a hockey player, they, they taped it up and he went back out there. <laughs> Larry, Larry, if I know you, because we've worked together for a long time. Yes. Feels like a, it feels like a long time, in a good way. Yes. And whenever we have these weeks. That's never a good way. Like when someone says it feels like a long time, Well, no, I, 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 me, me and Larry have worked a lot of, a lot of shows during these weeks. Because yeah, usually true. it's it's I'm always filling in and Larry's always filling in. Now I'm on the show and I'm filling in, but we're still, still we're, we're making it work. And Larry would always talk about the honeydew list that he would get from his wife because yes. this is the time where he'd have more time to do stuff around the house and mm-hmm. and, and fix things that need to be fixed. And, mm-hmm. you know, we always, as sports fans, have to tell our wives and girlfriends or, or parents, hey, listen. You know, I'll do all these things, but, you know, when, when the games are on Thursday night football, Monday night football, I, I can't do it. Well, guys, if you need a card, if you need to pull out the card of, you know what, honey, I'll do this for you. This might be this Thursday night. It might be the night to do it. (laughs) Who wants to hear the injury report for the Tennessee Titans for the Cowboys game coming up tomorrow? Anybody? I'm I'm, I'm intrigued. Let's hear it. Out. Hit it. Out. Ryan Tannehill. Jeffrey Simmons. Tackle Nicholas Petit-Ferret. Sure, why not? Safety Amari Hooker. OLB Bud Dupree. Zach Cunningham. Dylan Cole. Both linebackers. And D-back Josh Thompson. Doubtful. Derrick Henry, cornerback Christian Fulton, and outside linebacker Danico Autry. Now, everybody knows that the Titan-Jaguar game in Week 18 is all that matters for this team, for both of those teams, because whoever wins that game is going to win the AFC South. I don't think the Titans are actively trying to arrest people, but I would imagine that anybody that is injured a slight bit in this game against a Dallas team who's already better than them, needs the game, is going to rest in this game. Right? You know what would have annoyed me? So I got knocked out of the uh, fantasy football playoffs. Mm -hmm, Sure. Um, My best player. Is Derrick Henry. Is Derrick Henry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So if he'd been resting while I was still in, I'd be highly annoyed. And I know this is a different... They don't care about that. It's funny you say that, Ty. There's another prominent uh, player in fantasy that, that has been severely affected by news that's happened today. Um, but before we get to that, uh, somebody in the Jaguar beat asked Doug Peterson, are you going to arrest players against Houston this week? Is this at all meaningless? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not at all. Okay. There's, so there's, there's no never a... you guys arresting anybody or anything? It's never a meaningless game. Never. Ever, ever, ever. You play to win every game, and, you know, the only way I arrest players is if they're hurt and can't go. Is that right? Is is that in, isn't that interesting? <laughs> he has to be trolling, right? <laughs> because I remember a distinct Week 17 a couple years ago where Doug Peterson definitely rested players. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, it hurt the Giants, and I'm a Giant fan, so of course I feel a way about it, but I don't feel a way about a coach doing what he believes is best for his team. If you want to rest players, rest players. It may not be good for the you know integrity of the game or the people that had to pay money to go to those games. That's fine. You cannot tell me. You're a fraud! No. You're a fraud! That you play to win every game when not only two or three years ago, I think it was, that you did that as a member of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
Can't do He's it. He's troll. He has to be trolling. Come back to us. Dave was so red hot. You see that on Twitter, Larry? I did. Yeah, let me go he was head slow, but I didn't know it was anything different. <laughs> <laughs> let me go to his Twitter. And look, you could say that you've changed your ways and now you feel that way, but and look, I, I believe that Doug Peterson believed that he could win that game with the players that he had out there mm-hmm. when he was a coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, but don't tell me you gave yourself the best chance to win when you, yeah, no, when you did that. So at Rothenberg ESPN quote tweeted uh, that comment from Doug Peterson. This man is a big liar. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Can't wait to hear what Dave he... doesn't tweet much. So, you know, if he's tweeting something, he really feels strongly about it. That's he's right. not a big tweeter. I can't wait to hear them. January 3rd, 6 to 10, new morning show, 98.7. Four hours of Rick DiPietro. Larry? Wow. How long before we all have a uh, a station meeting about what we can and cannot say. On <laughs> no, that will happen on January second. Oh, okay. and, and then they'll roll in, and then he and Dave will will you know straddle that line. But that's why that's why it you know that's why they're so good because they always say something that's like, wow, it's crazy, wow. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Speaking of things that hurt people's fantasy teams, hi, Josh McDaniels. We're going to go ahead and start Jarrett on the last couple games of the season here. None of us is happy with where we're at, but we think it's a, an opportunity to evaluate a younger player who hasn't had much time to play. Talking to Derek, who was great. You know, he understands the scenario that we're in and the situation and very supportive of the two young guys. Uh, the, those three guys obviously have worked together hand in hand all year and, you know, he'll do anything he can to help them. So, you know, that's what we're going to do. And obviously we're, you know, started into our preparation for what I think probably is the best football team top to bottom that we've played i have a a little addendum to that report what's that so jeff howe who is an nfl national insider for the athletic sure just tweeted out after being informed of his benching raiders quarterback Derek carr has left the team with their permission to avoid being a distraction over the final two weeks of the season according to a source so this feels like a marriage that is headed for a divorce which is interesting, and, and Ty, you brought up the Derrick Henry uh, fantasy owners. Imagine the Devontae Adams fantasy owners. Oh, my oh. goodness. Derrick oh. Waller fantasy owners, waiting for him to come off IR, not naming any names myself. E- Jared Stidham? Yeah, De- Devontae the- Adams. I don't feel bad for him because he was playing with Aaron Rodgers last year, and you thought Vegas was greener pastures. Well, how'd it work out for you, buddy? Against the Niners defense? Yeah, that's not going to This is going to be a well. problem. By the way, um, with the announcement of uh, Derrick Henry is doubtful, which we all know what that means based on the way that this is going, Dallas mm-hmm. is now at minus 12 on Thursday night oh. um, on on Caesars, our, our beloved sportsbook app Caesars. And the San Francisco 49ers this morning, I think we're at minus 6. Yeah, it's at minus 10 now. It's a big game for the Cowboys because they still have an outside shot to win that NFC East division. Yeah. They they need 
Philly to lose out, and it doesn't look like Jalen Hurts practice today. So Gardner Minshew's probably going to get that start on Sunday against the Saints. So you need Philly to lose out, and the Cowboys have to win their final two games. Then they'll steal that NFC East from from Philadelphia. He didn't really look bad either. Looked okay through a couple of interceptions, but uh, he put up what thirty four points against Dallas. Looked okay. Yeah, he looked all right. Um, one more uh, announcement at quarterback, and this one was was kind of expected from Mike McDaniel down in Miami. The approach that I'm unequivocally taking today, you know, I was on the phone. I met with him yesterday. I met with Teddy yesterday. I was exchanging ideas and, and talking through some stuff all the way till like 10:15 last night. Um, there was his bedtime, and so moving forward today, and you know, the whole team's approach is Teddy Bridgewater is the starter. This is why you know we thought it was so vital to go. After him in free agency. Can can I ask you guys something? Sure. Mike McDaniel said they were going over scenarios. If Tua has a concussion, what is the scenario? <laughs> he can't play. <laughs> did did he mean they didn't they weren't sure he had the concussion yet? So they had to say here's what here's what the plan is. If this is what's gonna happen, then we're gonna go this way. If that Teddy's the quarterback. I mean Tua what is this? Tua's third third, you know, concussion, confirmed yeah. concussion. Yeah, it's a probably good had point. four. This season, it's 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 weird because it took him till today to announce that he had the concussion. Like people knew, you had an idea Sunday, and Mike you McDaniel have known said Monday, and, and today in his in his press conference, Mike McDaniel said in film session he kind of noticed things that in the game that didn't seem right with Tua. So he said maybe you should go go get looked at. Nice to know he saw it on the film session, not during the game when he threw three picks against the Packers in the fourth quarter. Where it looked like he had no idea where anybody was, but Mike McDaniel was asked, "Has Tua seen concussion specialists?" No, yeah, I mean, they're treating it with a prioritizing his health more than anything. Beyond that, you know, I, I'm not sure if it's really my business to go into his day to day. You know, just honestly, it's science. You, you you don't want to. It's a private time for him to focus on his health. I mean, that's all I really want to get into. Oh, um, yes or no would have been okay. Okay, <laughs> you made it worse. Uh, he made it worse. It get, it it's like get, they're covering up. He, he made it worse. Here we go. It gets better. Would you need to ensure there's no long-term risk for Tua's health to be comfortable playing him again? This is a human being that I'm very much like all players. I'll do what the medical experts advise me to do, and I'm quite certain they're not going to advise me in the wrong direction when it has to do with his health and in regards to that. But that's, uh, again, something that I'm not even going to... I'm not going to go in direct conflict with what the doctors have told me to do, which is just to worry about one day at a time and not project any sort of absolute to, you know, have him get information secondhand of whatever thing that this is just a day at a time process that his health is the first, foremost, and only priority. Okay. Let's play play a game, shall we? Larry, Larry, play this game with me, okay? This is called the one-word answer game, okay? I am going to be the reporter that asked that question. You are going to be Mike McDaniel. Coach, would you need assurances from doctors that there's no long-term health risk to Tua's long-term overall health in order to feel comfortable playing him again? Yes. There you yes. go. That's it. <laughs> that, that, and look, I think Mike McDaniel is a brilliant offensive mind. He's clearly the right coach for this team because of how lost they've looked offensively in years past and what he's done for Tua 
on the field, there are so many people, and I don't think Mike McDaniel necessarily is at fault here. There are so many people that have failed to a health-wise this year, and somebody just has to get Mike McDaniel a better way to answer these questions. Well, that's the job of the PR folks. And they had to know that this was going to come up. And normally, they sit down with the coaches. Okay, this is what they're going to ask you. Here's the best way to handle it. And you handle it that way. And obviously, that wasn't done. And Coach, Ty, if that's any indication, that those answers, if that's any indication of how long the, the, the call is for these plays, I, I can't imagine how long, uh, the, the, what the verbiage is for the play call <laughs> offensively. If that was an answer, just all I needed was a yes or no. God, how long is this play call? Like, of course, and, and, yeah, can you, can you, t- look, and I understand where Mike McDaniel's coming from. Can you assure that Tua's long-term health will not be at risk by playing football again? I think based on the lawsuits we've seen over the last 10 years, the answer to that is obviously no. But to see a concussion specialist or to say, if he gets another concussion like this, this is what could happen to him. So we kind of have to think about his long-term health. I know that those conversations probably haven't even been thought of or happened yet, but a 42-second answer about it, other than saying, look, I care about the health of all my players, and of course we'll be thinking about the long-term health of our players, even more than yes, that would be fine. But I just feel like we, with this Tua situation, I feel like we've just been going around in circles with these answers, and it just—I does, don't understand why it's so hard for anybody in the NFL to just answer these questions with some type of certitude. Because they—they they feel lawsuit in the back of their heads, and what they say could be used against them. So I yep. think they're—they're they're overly careful. But that's why your PR staff is there in place to make sure that you say things that may be vague or don't commit you to anything that can be brought back. So very simply, because said, you know what? I'm not able to talk about long-term. I'm not qualified to talk about that. All I can say is we're going to do the best thing to put him in the best way that he can perform going forward. That's it. Done. We're, the, we're good. There were some on. good things in there. There was just so much other words yes. that didn't need to be in there. Yes. It made it like I thought my head was going to explode. So oh, stop, please stop. Like care about every player, want to protect the health of every player. Good, great, awesome. Those were good answers. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the, the, I'm not going to go against the doctors and what the doctors tell me and whatever they tell me, even though they haven't told me anything yet. We don't know the whole story. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. We get it. All right, all right. Help. <sighs> Speaking of injured quarterbacks, yes. um, Nick Sirianni was asked about Jalen Hurts and how could it be possible with this shoulder injury that's been reported for him to be back on the field so quick, Nick, because he hasn't ruled out Jalen Hurts yet against the Saints. So, very simply, everybody asked, why? If you and him went up and you guys shot baskets together, he'd whoop you. If you guys went out and you guys raced against each other, he'd whoop you. If you guys went out and, let's see, tried to throw the football so he was to throw it more accurate or further, he'd whoop you. And so his body heals faster than yours. <laughs> <laughs> Is he going to play or not? Yes or no? And with all that, it's probably not going to play. And do you think uh, those reporters who were laughing, like, was that like a fake laugh? That was the that was Don's favorite reporter laugh after a after a coach joke. No way, they all thought that that was funny. Like in no. unison, we're all that. This is one of the funniest jokes we've ever we're ever heard before. The way I put this into the system is Jalen Hurts is better than you. That's <laughs> you what I call right. it. Nick Sirianni is, and and look, Jalen Hurts is amazing. And what he's done is fan- is tremendous this season. I'm not taking it away. I would venture to guess that he would be able to return from a shoulder injury better than me. But that's just a weird way of going about <laughs> going about. I don't think it. he's playing the rest of the regular season. And I if wouldn't the Eagles just if the Eagles win just one game, 
in these next couple of weeks, they secure home field advantage, which means he has until at the very least Saturday, January 21st, before he plays another game. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I'm not playing. Somebody else that's not going to play for the Eagles, by the way, right tackle Lane Johnson. Um, He is actually delaying surgery in an effort to play in the postseason. Um, this decision comes after consultation with multiple experts. Boy, we found so many doctors to give football players opinions on on their injuries. Um, Mike White went to 10 doctors? Mike White went to 10. Mike Wait, White, so again, I- Larry, I don't know if you heard this. Did you know that the Jets and Mets, me and, me and Ty were talking about this yesterday, the Jets and Mets saved some money because in order to get the hour-long consultation fee from all these doctors, after mm-hmm. Mike White left the room, they brought Carlos Correa in to see if they could figure out his medicals at the same time. And both, and all these doctors just said, no, Mike, we can't clear you. Carlos, we don't know what we're looking at. Wait, so, so I'm disappointed he stopped at 10. Why not go for 11 or 12 or 15? <laughs> see, everybody there laughing along with you, Ty. There you oh, go. Boy. I'm here all week, guys. <laughs> you are. You're, you're back literally. tomorrow after the great... Pinstripe Bowl. Pinstripe Bowl. Syracuse, baby. Larry and, and Ty, you're back on Friday after a, what, what's going to be a tremendous, unbelievable Thursday night football game. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, can't wait. And that'll do it for <laughs> ENN. Hey. On this Wednesday evening. Nice job. Nice job. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.